God's continue to increase your mind and understanding. May he give you insight into the kingdom that he no longer have to speak to you in parables, but can speak plainly to you because, amen, the insight, God has given us insight into the kingdom, to the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And may this word become real to you. And may it become more than just an objective thought, but a subjective lifestyle to live by. And therefore the word becomes flesh uh, and dwells among us. The word becomes flesh. We see it. Glory to God. We're going back to where we were and completing the thought out of the book of Acts. Amen. In regard to this, the title that we had last week, I can take a beating. Amen. That's, that, sub, that title simply says that whatever my time of suffering and whatever it is that I have to, uh, that I would accept for the name of Christ, amen, I'm happy. According to the word of God, the apostles left rejoicing that they were, amen, counted worthy to receive, amen, straps for Christ. So there's a way to suffer. We're going to Acts 6, and we'll read verse 1 through 7. In addition to that, we will read, amen, 1 Peter 5, verse 8 through 11. We read first in the New King James Version, then in the New International Version. Then we'll add a couple of more to that in James 1. And in 2 Corinthians 3, amen, uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 11. But first, James, first, the Acts, amen, the, the uh, almost like a gospel, really. It's a type of gospel, type of apologetic and history, all in one. The book of Acts stands unique like in like none other. Uh, Acts 6 and verse 1 through 7, this we'll read in the New King James Version. And it says, in those days, there were a great number of disciples Amen. Uh, when the number of disciples was multiplying, that's it. Uh, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenistic, uh, by the Hellenistics, because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned uh, the multitude of disciples and and said, "It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables." Therefore, brethren, seek out from among, uh, from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit, amen, wisdom, whom you may appoint over this business, but we have where well, we will give ourselves to continually to prayer and to ministry in the word of God. We'll give ourselves continually to prayer and to ministry, the ministry of the word of God. And to say and please the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith uh, the, and the Holy Spirit. And they chose Philip, a man, Procius, Nicanor, Timon, Paraminus, and Nicholas, a, a proselyte from Antioch, whom, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed and they laid their hands on them, amen, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. Amen. Then the word of then the word of God spread. This is the key. And the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And after and a great many of priests were obedient to the faith. Verse 7 is, is the key. Praise God. Then the word of God spread. The word of God spread. Amen. And the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of priests were obedient, amen, to the faith. Praise God, they were obedient to the faith. The thing that we want to 
uh, point out in the direction that we want to go tonight is that all throughout the book of Acts, you see where after great conflict, praise God, there's great increase. Say it again. With, after there's great conflict, there's great increase. Amen. What well, you see it in chapter 9, chapter 12, chapter 16. You have to go back and read it. We don't have time to go there. Wherever there was great conflict, praise God, the grace of God gave, gave the people of God, amen, the, uh, uh, a way out, divine in intervention. And as a result, what the devil meant for evil, it was made good. Amen. Every instance where you've seen great conflict, a great suffering, great trial, there was in the, uh, in the end multiplication. And as a result, God was glorified. Disciples were multiplied. The disciples were multiplied. Even when the spread of the gospel from Jerusalem out to the uh, outland Jerusalem, from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria, it was because of great persecution. The people scattered, and with them, they took the word. And as a result, what they thought they did to stop them actually was an agent just to spread the word of God. So after all the conflict and all the attempts to silence Peter and John from preaching the gospel, and laying stripes on them when it was ended. And then this is the end of chapter five we talked about last week. Uh, after they've done their best, all it did was create great praise. Amen. Great multiplication and great blessings. Amen. The word of God said in Romans in the second chapter, judge nothing before it's time. Judge nothing before it's time. That suffering, that trial that uh, they experienced, glory to God, it just served as a catalyst for increase, praise God, uh, for glory, and God was glor glorified as a result. Amen. So all of the conflict, all of the trial, all of the per persecution resulted in a kind of increase. Glory to God. And the result was God was glorified. You got to get that in your spirit. You got to get that in your spirit. Praise the Lord. Because, amen, there are some things we experience but in the end, if we walk graciously, if we walk graciously, amen, and are patient, in the end, we'll be better in the end than we were in the beginning. You can see that in the life of Job. Glory to God. Amen. The, the trial was hot, but, it, but the Bible says in all of this, Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. Praise God. Judge nothing before his time. The first Peter, first Peter, chapter five, verse eight. Through 11, this is the New King James Version, and we'll read it again in the New International Version. Thank you, Father. I glorify your name. Amen. Be sober, it says, in chapter 5 and verse 8. Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. As blood-washed, spirit-filled, word-packing believers, we cannot, amen, meander around around here as though we don't have an adversary that is actively and aggressively uh, seeking us out. Praise God. We can't act like that. So the script, so Peter says to the church, be sober and be vigilant. Praise God. Verse nine, resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by, the, by your brotherhood in the world. But may God, may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Jesus, by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, 
perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you after, after, not until after, after you have suffered a while, after you've suffered a while. And I don't know how long a while is, but after you have suffered a while, praise God, may he uh, perfect, and that means mature, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. In the New International Version, that same portion of Scripture says, be alert and be sober mind. Be of sober mind. Be alert and be of sober mind. Be alert and be of sober mind. Amen. He said this because the flesh has a tendency, amen, to be unalert and, and for our mind, amen, to be uh, for every, on everything except the things of God. Be alert and be of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So this message lets us know that he's not omnipresent. He's geographical, and he has to go from place to place. Verse 9, resist him. This is a command. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, even though he's a prowling, even though, he, amen, he's cunning. Even though he's had have these lion-like characteristics, amen, he says, resist him. We're able to resist, amen, the enemy standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of suffering, same kind of suffering. And what the, your adversary wants you to think is that it is uh, so geographical and so individual that no other church, no other person is suffering like we are. Ah, glory to God. But there are, there, are, there are many sufferings that are so common that throughout the world, the brethren are suffering the same. So, amen, this me-only syndrome, praise God, uh, don't, don't, don't float the boat. Glory to God. It is not uh, that it's just you. The only reason we think in going through and in suffering and dealing with the enemy is it's only us because we don't share. We don't speak about it enough. But the truth be told, according to the word of God, is common. Same kind of suffering. Verse 10, it got, and the God of all grace, whom called you into his eternal glory in Christ, who called you into his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while, while will himself restore you make you strong, firm, and steadfast, steadfast, amen, to him be power forever and ever. To him be the power forever and ever. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, amen, the blessings of overcoming, amen, the blessings of overcoming. There's not only strength, but there are rewards when we overcome, when we stand steadfast in the faith, praise God, Believe in God and believe in his word. There are blessings when we overcome. Amen. And these blessings are transferable. We said this before. These blessings are transferable. So what I receive and what, amen, I, uh, the strength and the power that I receive, I'm able, praise God, to bless others with. Amen. So after a season of suffering, said the word of God, Amen. We receive an, an internal strength. Praise God. We receive an internal strength. We receive, amen, maturity. We grow out of suffering. We grow out of hardship and trials. We grow in the Lord internally. Praise God. 
And in the midst of this, our weaknesses are exposed. Our fears are exposed. So no longer do we operate with a false bottom. No longer do we operate with a false bottom. <clears throat> amen. And, 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 and that simply means, amen, you're standing on shaky ground. Simply means that we have duped ourselves through self-deception into thinking that we're something that the Holy Spirit had to reveal to us that we're not. So trials expose us. Here's what the scripture says, amen, is that uh, uh, if you're, you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small, amen. Adversity has exposed your true level of strength. Adversity has exposed your true level of strength. And you need that before you go into the battle Amen. At least we deceive ourselves that we have a strength that we don't actually possess. It hurts, but it's necessary so that you are, amen, full and heavy and in the power of God and not just somebody, amen, who has a false bottom, amen, a false pretense that I'm something that I'm really not. So it's a deliverance that we all need. Praise the Lord. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Glory to God. And, and, and I used to be offended when I read James, the first chapter. I used to be offended because I, I was consciously, cognitively in my little mind, my little fleshly mind, trying to figure out, amen, how in the world could this be a truth? Got to be some kind of typo. Because James says in verse one, chapter 1 and verse 2, my brother encountered all joy when you fall into various trials. Amen. And I, I, I was so offended I couldn't go on to verse 3. How in the world can I count joy? How in the world can I hurt and be joyful? Can I be in conflict and have some level of joy? But I found out I can have joy knowing that when I come over this, there are rewards. There are rewards that they may come with overcoming. Knowing that the testing of your faith, it produces. When your faith is, is uh, tested, it produces Amen. It produces patience. We'll praise God. Faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be per 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 perfect or mature, complete, and liking nothing. We'll like nothing. Amen. So trials come to expose us. Trials come to produce in us something that would not normally, ordinarily be brought out. <laughs> Glory. Amen. It would normally... Amen. It ordinarily would not be brought out, would not happen. But trials have made me something that I couldn't get by myself. I was uncomfortable. I hated it. Praise God. But in the end, I'm better now than I've ever been because of what I've been through. I'm better now than what I've ever been because I've, amen, uh, what I've been through. My, amen. I heard an old preacher, he's going on to be with the Lord. Amen. Pastor Wesley Wilson said, faith that hasn't been tested is faith that can't be trusted. Glory to God. Faith that has not been tested is faith that cannot be trusted. God, he tests the heart. Amen. He tests, he tests the heart. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, amen, uh, I love this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, verse 8, it says, For I want you, I don't want you to be ignorant, a brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, hallelujah, above strength, so that we were despaired even of life. Yes, 
We had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God. This is the purpose of it, amen, so that we don't trust in ourselves. Up until that point, either consciously or unconsciously, we were trusting in our own self and our own abilities and our own thought like to get us out of trouble. Praise God. But God said, I got to deliver you from you so that you don't trust you, but you trust me. Praise the name of the Lord that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us or will continue to deliver us, deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. You also helping together in prayer for us that thanks may be given by, by many persons on our behalf for the great gift, for the gift granted to us, amen, through the many. When you read this in the New Living Translation, it says something different. Praise God that I, 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 I amen, I got to, got to give to you. And verse 8 said, we, we think you ought to know, <laughs> dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the providence of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure. We were crushed. We were overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure. We thought we would never live through it. Hallelujah. In fact, in fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and we learned to rely only on God. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, here's the byproduct of overcoming. We stopped relying. Praise God. Amen. We stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God who raised the dead and did rescue us from mortal danger and will rescue us again. Say verse 10 again. And, we, and, and did rescue us from mortal danger. And he will rescue us again. This is the confidence we have now. And we have placed our confidence in him. We thought it was, but it really wasn't. But this trial let us know our confidence was, was not really in him, but in ourselves. Amen. And will continue to rescue us. We got this now. Verse 11, and you are helping us by praying for us. Then many peoples will give thanks. Amen. Because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is so much that comes out of the trying. God handpicks uh, individuals to go through so that he can release another glory in the earth realm. And we all are the, we all are the better because of the sacrifice of one. Amen. For the suffering of one, praise God, is a source of comfort for all. The, amen. The, the suffering of one is a source of comfort for all. And to God be the glory. Hallelujah. And to God be all of the glory. Amen. So we learn to overcome, here's the key word, beloved, gracefully. Ha. Amen. We learn to overcome gracefully, not full of gossip, not full of, amen, complaining, not full of doubt and unbelief, but we learn to overcome gracefully, suffer gracefully so that, amen, we can expect and have confidence that we're going to be the better. We're going to be the stronger. Aye, uh, we're going to be, thank you, Lord, my God. We're going to be the, 
amen, the more healthy. We're going to be, amen, the more really strong, not just fake strong. And in the day of adversity, we won't faint like we did last time. And we know for ourselves that the Almighty has given us a strength, has given us a power, has given us an assurance, has given us a boldness, has given us an awareness that I didn't have before. And now I'm more perfect, I'm more mature, I'm more established, I'm more strengthened by what I went through. The church went through hell in the beginning and has now. The church in the book of Acts went through persecution. Glory to God. And yet, amen, the church kept multiplying. Amen. The church went through, amen, all type of persecution. Amen. They stoned Stephen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Herod killed James and got happy and wanted to kill Peter as well. But all throughout the word of God, there is angelic intervention. All throughout the book of Acts, you see angelic intervention. Praise God. It lets us, to, lets us know, amen, that no man goes to war at his own expense. Amen. I hear God. Whatever you are experiencing now, amen, is a God thing. It is designed, it's designed to break out of you. Man, I'm preaching. It is, it's designed to break out of you habits. It's designed to break out of you thoughts, uh, false trust, false faith. It's designed to expose weaknesses and frailties so that when you go forward, the enemy no longer, I feel God, the enemy no longer has, amen, some, a key, praise God, to work in you. There's no, amen, the enemy no longer has that thing, praise God, to work in you. Why? Because you've overcome. I feel God. Because you've overcome, you stood the test. Amen. You've made an A in the class. Glory to God. Therefore, you don't have to repeat the third grade. You can go on, praise God, to higher things in the Lord. Could it be the reason why the enemy has come back through that door, you didn't shut the door? Could it be why you are going through the same thing over and over, praise God, that you are, amen, 15 years old, but you're still in the third grade, still haven't passed the test? Could it be God saying that I can't promote you on right here? I can't take you to the next level because you still have confidence and you're still trusting in yourself. And so we got to take you back through Asia. Glory to God so you can get delivered from trusting in yourself, but trusting in the power of God to overcome and to give you a stamina, give you a strength, give you a valor that you didn't have before. I trust him when I can't trace him, can't see him, but I don't even agree with him. But I know that your hand in my life, glory to God, is perfect. My times are in your hands. My times are in your hands. My times are in your hands. Amen. So we need this deliverance. Glory to God. We need this deliverance. So suffering reveals in us, amen, some strength. Hey, praise God. It reveals to us the strength of the power of God that's in our life. And we become very most more confident and the power that's already reside in us. There's some things, beloved, we already have the power for, we just haven't, amen, activated it. You better preach, bogus. Amen. There are some things we already have the power for, we just haven't activated it. A faith hadn't activated. Now unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Amen. You got the power right now to tell the devil, Amen, where to go. You got the power right now to declare the word of God over your deliverance. 
amen, the truth, the word of faith is already in your mouth and in your heart. And what does it say? If you believe in your heart and if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. And what does the word say? Amen. It's in your mouth, denying to you right now. If you believe in your heart and if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, you will be saved. I say in the words of the angel of the Lord uh, unto Gideon, go in this might of yours, you mighty man of valor, you mighty woman of valor, because the Lord is with you. Go in this might of yours. I hear God. Amen. You mighty man of God, you mighty woman of God, because the Lord is with you. Go on to your next phase. Encounter your enemy. Amen. Introduce the kingdom of darkness, praise God, to your first, your middle, and last name, that they may have record of your doings, as Samson had record in the doing, amen, in the land of the Philistines. Amen. That he he tore down the amen, the gates with his hands, that he, amen, killed a thousand soldiers with the jawbone of a donkey that he set on fire with the foxtail, amen, the harvest of the Philistine, so that you gain a reputation. You gain a reputation. How about that? You gain, gain a reputation in the kingdom of darkness. They know your first, your middle, and your last name. Hallelujah. To God be the glory simultaneously. In order to do so, your name is known in the heaven realm. So you got two reputations, one in heaven and the other one in the kingdom of, of demons, in the name of Jesus. Give, amen. Tonight, the enemy going to know your first, your middle, and your last name. Declare it to him in the name of Jesus. I'm an overcomer, amen. In Christ, we've been made free. We've been made free from the bondage, in the, amen, from the penalty and power of sin. And therefore, glory to God, I can, I, amen, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to God in the highest. And because of the spreading gospel, the spreading message of, of, of the book of, in the book of Acts, we find in it the growth of the church. Amen. Uh, where, and the book of Acts is a historical link between the gospel and the epistle. It's a historical link between the gospel and the, and the epistles. And, and, and because Luke has such a strong emphasis on the uh, the Holy Spirit, Amen. The book is can be really regarded as the acts of the Spirit of Christ working in and through the apostles. Say again, bogus. The book can really be regarded as the acts of the Spirit of Christ working in and through the apostles. Glory to God. So the book is historical. The book is also theological and apologetic. Because in it, in it, the word of God, amen, is taught. And the reality of the Gentiles that seen in the Old Testament is now reality, amen. And Peter, who was a nationalist who believed only in the gospel should be preached to the Jews, God himself appeared to him, amen, three times in the vision where there's a sheet of unclean, clean and unclean, and he says, arise, kill and eat. Not so I haven't done since my youth. And he showed him in the dream. And while he was pondering these things, amen, Cornelius, a centurion soldier, amen, sent messengers by the command of the angels, amen, to Peter while he was meditating. And he says, amen, while he was meditating, the men came, he says, they're coming. 
amen, go with them. Praise God. Go with them, amen, doubting nothing. And then this, and then this theological, amen, dissertation and this uh, uh, apologetic work, Peter began to declare to him the work of Christ to the Jews. And then while he was speaking, the Gentiles received the Holy Spirit of God. Glory to God. And Peter says, I can't stop it. <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing to his brethren that were with him. I can't resist God. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus. So it's apologetic. It tells us, amen, and it validates through the Old Testament scripture, the reality of God's it always intent, amen, his constant intent that the Gentiles will receive what the Jews receive. Glory to God. And who can stop him when his mind is made up? Who can put him on the, amen, uh, the couch and counsel him when God has already made a wisdom, made a word. Glory to God in the, uh, in the high. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard all of the good things that God, amen, has prepared for those that love him. Praise God. I want to exhort you in this. My time is up. Amen. Praise God. I want to exhort you in this. Is that God has uh, increased and strength. All type of uh, uh, multiplications that happen when we overcome. There are benefits for overcoming. Listen, beloved, stop crying because you ran into an obstacle. Hey, praise God. Strengthen your heart and your mind. Praise God because if you were a mistreated, misunderstood on your job. Amen. Because God, God has uh, increased in mind for your conflict. He has, amen, uh, more in mind for you, a strength in mind for you. Praise God when your faith is tested. Count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, know that the testing of your faith, amen, it produced patience. Glory to God, it produced patience. And you need that in your heart and you need that in mind. I exhort you in the name of the Lord Jesus, according to 1 Peter 5 and 8, resist him, your enemy that's going about as a roaring lion. Resist him, amen, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same suffering experiences by the brotherhood in the world, Amen. May the God of all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, a little while, may he perfect, mature, may he establish, amen, or, uh, or, or settle, or strengthen. May he strengthen and settle you. May he establish you firm. Glory to God, a firmness. Glory to God and make you strong. That's it. May he make you strong and you stand. I speak this in your spirit. Amen. I speak this into your spirit. You are anointed hell raiser. Amen. After tonight, just go raise hell. So the enemy will know your first, middle, and your last name after tonight. Praise God. And he'll say, Jesus Christ I know, Paul I know, and now I know Jeffrey Lynn Bogus. Glory to God. Make your name known in the realm of darkness and that God may be glorified, and that you stood in faith, and you've increased. I didn't decrease, I increased. That's what the enemy wants you to do, is it is decrease, I hear God. And when you go through problems in your marriage, he wants your mind to decrease in faith. When you go through, I mean, I hear God, amen, your children, your growing up children go through and want to experience the world, amen, want you to, amen, have a decreased faith, and a decreased praise, and a decreased understanding. When all is going to happen, I'm going to increase and God's going to be glorified. And my seed has a germination date, devil. Praise God. No, they don't understand it now 
but my seed has a promise on it. It has a germination date, amen. And when that seed comes to full fruition, the gospel is gonna break forth out of my offspring. You're a lie and the truth is not in it. You're the father of lies. Glory to God. So I, in Lord have mercy. I increase tonight. I increase in all that I have. May the valor of God, the internal strength and bravery of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, increase in you and swell. And may you believe better tonight. May you believe stronger tonight. Amen. May you come up out, out of the slumber of what you're going through and believe. Amen. Get delivered from a self-righteous spirit. So when the time comes to ask for help, glory to God, you're not ashamed to ask. Amen. By your, your amen. You're running from your own mouth that you've spoken over people. Get delivered from the self-righteous spirit so you can ask for help. Amen. When the time of need, God has given us to help each other. Man, I hear God. Glory to God in the highest. Father, I thank you tonight for your kindness. I thank you tonight for your wisdom. I thank you tonight for your mercy and your amen that endures forever. I thank you, Lord God, tonight for your anointing that's upon us. I thank you for the, we are your purchased possession by the spirit of Christ. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for the blood. I thank you for the blood that has washed us and we are cleansed because of the blood from the guilt and the stain of the world. I thank you, Father, that you have loved us with an everlasting love. What manner of love is this that we can be called your children? I thank you tonight, Father God, you didn't leave us like you found us. We were thrown out of the field with our biblical cord attached. But you, Father, has, has, has found us, you've wiped us, and you've clothed us amen, in the finest tapestry, in the finest clothes. I thank you tonight that you, Father God, said high, but you look low and you're concerned with the affairs of men. My times are in your hands. I celebrate your goodness and your power, the Holy One that inhabits eternity. In the name of Christ, a Yeshua, a Yamashiach, amen. May he continue to bless you and increase you in all that you do in Jesus' name.